<laughs> a fake out. Wow. This, my friends. Oh my god, you're you're making me nervous. What? <laughs> you're quivering very much with that. It's comedy. like the heaviest thing, <laughs> and I'm not. I'm sitting at a weird angle, so I'm in front of a microphone. Oh my god, hi. Yes, that is what you expected. It yes. is a live pour. We had to throw in one more. Two, actually. Yeah, wow. Actually, two more, yes. Because we've been, uh, I don't know when the last time we recorded a pour was, but Sometimes we do mid-episode ones. It's been a minute, though. Yeah, we do. We throw it. We toss it around. We throw it. Yeah. Um, in the beginning of the show, we used to live pour for every, every episode. Every single one, yeah. And then at one day, I forget why we did it. I don't know why. We were just like, wow, we could actually just use the same clip. If we do, like, one that sounds really good. Because a lot of them would sound, like, Far shit. away. Yeah, or, like, really bad. Um, I would love to know if anyone has even noticed that it's the same clip each time. Like, the hand-washing clip everyone talks and about. And does it still make you have to pee? Yeah, do you still have to pee? Let us know. Yeah. Sound off. Wow. Squeezy is eating some hair off the ground right now, which is the perfect way to start off. The episode. The episode. Hello, this is Coffee with Rachel. I'm Rachel. And I'm Chris. And today, friends, this is the finale. It is the end. It is the end of Coffins with Crouchel. Yes. Uh, we have so much lined up for this finale episode. It's gonna be a long one, so just get your coffee Get on your daily commute. <laughs> Hopefully you're stuck in traffic because yeah. we have a lot to say. Maybe you have a lot of laundry to do today. I don't know. Either way, maybe you're listening on our Discord. You know, the live listening party. If you are one of those blanchels on the Discord right now, hello. Hi. What emotes are you using currently? <laughs> Everyone drop a squeezy emote in the comments right now. I can't wait to look later and yeah, see them see there. Yeah, see all the yep. I hope. Uh, yeah, so we're here, and we did a nice live pour. We thought it was appropriate to, you know, also live pour some Wawa coffee. Yes. We got some Wawa here, guys. It's we only figured. fitting. We're going to be doing a lot of nostalgic things today, guys. We have a lot. I hope you're crying already. I We have, <laughs> we have a lot of um, throwbacks to be doing. And the yeah. first one is something that was once touted as the most important part of our show. What? <laughs> I'm just kidding. kidding. No one has ever commented. Is that when we say goodbye? It's <laughs> finally <laughs> <Like>, over. <laughs> um, no one has literally ever said whether or not they missed this, so I'm assuming everyone literally <laughs> did not care. But yeah. we are bringing it back. This is the coffee fact. Chris, yes. take it away. Uh, so this last coffee fact is drinking coffee could extend your cat's life. Maybe it's a coincidence, but the Guinness World Record holder for oldest cat ever, a 38-year-old kitty named Cream Puff, drank coffee every morning uh, of her furry little life, plus oh. <laughs> plus enjoying bacon, eggs, and broccoli. It could have been the broccoli. Yeah. But I'd like to think it was the coffee, and I would love if Squeezy ever turned 38. Yeah, Squeezy, please do that. For the love of God. The the next oldest How cat. How old would we be if we were thir- if he was 38? If oh. he's like, what, seven now? Oh, my God. 31 more years from now, so we'd be 58. I would love that, Yeah, first of all. I would love that. Um, the next oldest cat also had a very similar diet, including coffee, 
which was 34 years so old. So maybe we're flopping and we should just be feeding our cats that. Please don't do that. <laughs> Please, I don't know. That's... I mean, me and you. Yeah. I don't care what Squeezy, else does. We know he goes to work with a cup of joe every day. Squeezy would eat that. Lila would be like, ah, broccoli. If it doesn't beat, I don't want it. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> she likes meat. I don't know. She just loves her sweets. Listen, that's not all, folks. The coffee fact is not where we're going to end things today. <laughs> I have decided to enter my hat in the ring. What? Is that what they say? Um, I am bringing you some knowledge about my favorite beverage, vinegar. So I have a vinegar fact today. Honestly, this is definitely from Big Vinegar. I <laughs> There's no way that this is not... Who is behind Big Vinegar? Me and my colleagues, first yeah. of all. So this was, like, a list of a bunch of things that are, like, vinegar myths. But, like, the person writing it was just, like, vinegar is harmful. No, vinegar's actually fucking sick. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, like, vinegar smells bad. No, you're fucking smelling bad. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it's, like, I totally wrote this. Um, but my favorite one is, <laughs> is this one. Okay, so drinking vinegar can kill you. False. This is something that big water likes to trot oh out every God. few years. But there hasn't been one person who has died from drinking vinegar. That's big a fact water. I can look up in any book. I'll wait. I'm going to look that up in Harry Potter. Um. <laughs> big water, first of all. This entire post is me. I'm pretty sure I wrote this yeah. when I was like, who, I don't know. Who wrote it? Is that your pen name? <laughs> oh. Oh, uh, wait, what? No. <laughs> I just threw you for a fucking loop. <laughs> I, I had like 17 thoughts. First of all, it was published by Danny Gerdude. 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 The Gerd. He's got Gerd from drinking all that vinegar, bitch. <laughs> uh, no, remember my pen name was that bitch whose last name was Vinegar? And like, I always see people send me pictures of her books. There's also a bench. Like, I don't remember. There was an author whose last name was Binge, and we always get It's like Mary uh, Binge. Okay. I was like, go off. But anyway, so that's your fact. Big Water doesn't want you to drink vinegar. Everyone start drinking vinegar. All right. I'm not know, even talking about the apple cider vinegar. If there's one thing I want you guys to take away from all 279 episodes of this show, it's that Big Water is bad. Drink vinegar. Yes. Yeah. All right. So with that, uh, we're going to do things a little bit differently around here. Uh, around here? Uh, around here, around these parts. We're going to start off by going to Benchtown. Yes. We wanted to, uh, you know, pay homage to all these wonderful benches that have been supporting us and also, you know, bring everybody through to the end all together. Yeah. You know? True. Yeah. Good point. So I didn't even think about that. But also, this is a special shout out to all of the benches we've lost along the way. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking about Blevo. I'm thinking about the least you could do. You know, like there have been just so many names. There's and been then so many names. I will like be reading my Etsy orders and I'll see a name and I'm like, oh my god, Dana Marie Smith. Yeah, wow. <laughs> it's just it sticks. Um, reading your names over and over and over again has stuck to me has really just burned them into our brains yeah. yes i'm naming my first child blevo every time i literally mention the echo i'm going to be thinking of alexa yeah you know, you know? anyway we are going to bench time now which is, is very special because yeah. we're heading back to flavor town and no script no off script. the cuff Everyone off, we are starting off with this because otherwise all of our <laughs> brain power would go to Chris trying to remember one fucking childhood story <laughs> and we would not be able to do this. All right. So we're going to start off with Angela Jenks, who I'd say is the, the reigning Jenga champion in Flavortown. Oh, very nice. Actually. Mercedes Kirk 
is the owner of the Mercedes dealership that guy buys all of his cars from in Flavortown. I thought he was a Maserati kind of a man, but... I don't know what that red convertible is. Yeah, it's probably a Porsche. Uh, I don't know. I don't know, I don't know nothing about the breeds of cars. cars. <laughs> um, <laughs> I hate it when you call them breeds. <laughs> That's why I do it. Okay, we've got Trisha, who is the uh, the the trusty town council. Yes. Uh, you go to, the entire council is just you, Trisha. You go wow. to Trisha when you have a problem. Yep. And that's the team. Michelle Lavoy is the lavatory manager of Flavortown. Cooking up those greasy bits. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> In the lab. I said lavatory, not laboratory. What's a lavatory? Oh, bathroom. Yeah. Cooking up those greasy bits. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? It's also valid. <laughs> uh, we've got Jesse Kermack, who is actually um, Mackenzie Knight's alter ego <laughs> in Flavortown. <laughs> Mac. Oh. Jackie for a loop. <laughs> Jackie Goldfarb is the town accountant, you know, with the gold. Oh, well, I was yeah. like, what? <laughs> and who has an inkling of a hobby for Fabergé eggs. <laughs> Sarah Booth runs the, um, the pork booth butt booth. Oh. <laughs> into Flavortown. Yeah. There's tolls. What do you pay? Flamin' Hot Cheetos. Yes. <laughs> We've got Angelica Felice, who... Um, Owns a jelly market and has a glorious selection of jellies, including spicy pork butt. Avery Hawkins is, what is the person that takes care of the birds? You know, the hawks that in an monitor. Aviary. In an aviary, yeah. Avery from the aviary wow. of Flavortown. Managing the hawks that protect the city of Flavortown from Nerdy Wells. And the only hawk that resides in Flavortown is, is the red-tailed. Oh, <laughs> that too. Uh, Taylor Michon Courage actually does the courageous thing of keeping watch, neighborhood watch, over Flavortown. Yeah. Making sure no one's pork butts are getting cooked to medium well. Wow. Uh, Kristen Holmes is the town detective Oh. The Sherlock Holmes, if you will. He tipped his glasses. I want everyone to know that. <laughs> uh, solving the crimes of who stole my spice robe. <laughs> yes. Taco Roach actually, you'd think, runs a taco shop, but no. They no. actually keep watch of all of the local roaches that live in Flavortown. Because you know there's a lot. <laughs> yeah. And they are indestructible by flame. because actually, <laughs> They were born from flame? Yeah, flame makes them stronger. <laughs> Uh, Leslie Wright actually is the uh, right-hand person to, to Guy Fieri himself, yeah. you know? Wow. Holding his spatula at all times, so he's ready with it for his right hand, you know? Yes. Uh, Sylvana Smith is the town blacksmith. Who makes, makes all the knives. And all the spatulas and all the other cutlery you might need to eat your pork butts. Yes. We've got Emeretta Evans, who actually um, eventually <laughs> discovered the hidden depths of Flavortown where uh, the roaches first spawned. Oh, wow. This is a weird story we're taking. Yeah. Um, Emily Lopez is um, a Pez dispenser connoisseur in Flavortown that makes special Guy Fieri-themed Pez dispensers. And they spit out 
Cheeto flavored. Why are you doing just Cheetos? Because there's something about Cheetos and Guy Fieri that are just like the Vlin and Drew of combination. Oh my god. Um, We've got Liz Fitzgerald, who is actually the town fixer. Fitzer. Yeah. Um, And not like fixing like. Like Olivia Pope. Fitz. Fitzgerald. Yeah, I was actually thinking like bathroom fitter. Um, okay. To making sure everyone's bathrooms are fit for all of the what did I say greasy morsels that oh will be happening God. in the bathrooms. Yes, Maya is, is the my wonderful colleague in Flavor Town. We <laughs> both um, um, are the vinegar experts. Yes, in town. drink up, everyone. Uh, Hannah Barnard, uh, if you could believe it or not, is actually. Uh, Running the stable, not the barn. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> no, run, the barn. Um, running where the barn. The porks are kept, which is sad. <laughs> yes. But, but these the are actually come from no. The porks are actually um, completely lab pork. What yeah. you know what I mean? Where they're like growing beef right now in a lab. Yeah. It's like there was never an oink there. And you know those those roaches. That's. There's an accident at that lab, and that's where... It made us one spicy (laughs) pork roach. (laughs) (laughs) Pork roach. (laughs) Amy Uh, Fowler um, has one of the foulest jobs you could have in Flavortown, which is... um, Making the salads. (laughs) Yeah. They just don't belong there. Elizabeth Hensley actually has once worn a Henley and was kicked out of Flavortown. Because there's only button-up Hawaiian shirts here. And bowling shirts. Yes. Allowed in Flavor Town. That is the Only official attire. town attire. Uh, M. Corbeal is cork or, screw. Um, <laughs> is, or is maybe the court jester. Okay. Yeah. Different. To word. entertain Guy when he's not in a diner, a drive-in, or a dive. Yeah. What else would you do? Uh, Beboot McGee actually does a lot of implementing of the bee boops. Uh, they are the coder of Flavortown. Oh, wow. Yeah. They do all insert of the Insert picture of, uh, or insert, like, what's-his-face from Pretty Little Liars hacking into a system. I just got right into here. the mainframe yeah. <laughs> of Guy Fieri's mind, actually. Jackie Relahan is the relish expert. I was going to fucking say yeah. that. Of course there had to be one. Yeah, they got a booth right out in... Times Square. Times Square. <laughs> right next to the Shell gas station that I know is there because I remember that from last time. Yeah. Serena actually does the serene job of doing the planning of the scenery. Wow. Say uh, the that landscaping, like city planning, you know? Yes. That's who has made Flavortown look as beautiful and roach infested as it looks now. Uh, Maddie Davis is. Kind the... of mad because. No one told Maddie that in order to enter Flavortown, you must bring one, uh, what is that beef that everyone is, like, really obsessed with? Kobe beef? Yes. You have to bring <laughs> one Kobe. And they did not. Or no, I'm thinking Wagyu. Oh, Wagyu? Who's yeah. Kobe? I don't know. Remember those drinks, Sobe? Anyway. <laughs> Julia Shermer is the... Uh, is the sure sh- to... <laughs> what? You had something. It's making shrimp for the guys. The boys. Oh, that are going to be for guys' uh, <laughs> annual bash. 
at his castle. We call it the shrimp tail tail end of summer. It's also Rachel's in collaboration with this because you know her in shrimp tails. A match made in heaven. (laughs) Howie Chandler is... Polishing, currently, all of the chandeliers in the Guy Fieri mansions. And the chandeliers each is a faceted crystal pork butt. Wow. Spinning. (laughs) So many carrots. Uh, Jess Monagle is the... Monday operator of the Pork <laughs> Gazette. Gazette. <laughs> wow. The newspaper. Is that the newspaper? Yeah. Gazette. Gazette. <laughs> it's like kazoo and Gazette. <laughs> Those are two things. Taylor Sutton. Is the town tailor making sure that guys' bowling shirts are always... Snug. Snug and free of any holes from yes. when he's playing with grease. I love when Guy Fieri is free of holes. And snug. <laughs> and snug. Um, Joanna Tartaglini actually stuffs, hand stuffs all of the hot Cheeto tortellinis <laughs> that go in the Sunday potluck. Uh, yes. Kim Vandersloos is the uh, official van driver of the town, making sure that everybody from all parts of town can make it to Times Square for the big feast. (laughs) What is happening? (laughs) Teague Phillips actually operates all of the Phillips Hue light bulbs. (laughs) They're always set to a special scene called pork butt orange. (laughs) (laughs) And it's just bright orange. (laughs) Chantel Piat actually... Um, <laughs> curates the champagne selection mm, for yes. the big feast that happens in Times Square. <laughs> that apparently. matches uh, the best uh, flavor profiles to pair with the porks that are in the Hannah Barnard. Yes. Um, um, <laughs> Sophie Jarmillo is... Uh, the person who jars all of the pickled pork butt that has yeah. to be mm, stored. Because yes. there's so much of it, we there's can't so let much, it go to yeah, waste. Absolutely. Uh, uh, Michelle Cox runs the Shell Station. Yeah. Mm. Yes, the Which shell station. So There's gas. That van has to be powered somehow. Exactly. Uh, Rebecca Mack is the... Um, Rebecca Mack once brought a Big Mac into town and was banned for life, actually. So, honestly... Conflicting uh, meats. I don't know about Rebecca. <laughs> Gwen Stowe um, actually is... Gwyneth Paltrow in disguise. <laughs> um, Goop was writing an article about the Flavortown Times Square bash feast. Yeah. Was, and it, was it positive? Or was no, it? it was an expose. Oh. Not enough yoni eggs and too much meat. Yeah. Mm. So fuck off, Gwen. Uh, Kat Schultz uh, is actually the town cat who lived loves, to be 38. Yeah. <laughs> but this time lived purely off of just uh, pork butt grease. Yeah. Those greasy bits once yeah. again came back. Uh, Jason Gonzalez is fucking just there. Um, and Jason, <laughs> my friend, you are there in Times Square, downtown, scenic, flavor town. You're, out, you're the CWC reporter on the scene documenting what all the benches are doing in flavor town. And I'd like to think you were wearing a tie with Animal yeah. Crossing characters on it. Yes. Uh, Jess Adams is actually adding up all of the funding that we get from all the local vendors. We have Cheeto, obviously, mm. Shell, um, yeah. Big, big pork, pork, Big Water, Big um. Water, <laughs> and um, Phillips Hue <laughs> <laughs> as well. Oh my God! Uh, Daisy Blossom Dottie is um... actually in. They um, 
they curate this beautiful thing that goes on every spring where it's the flavor town blossom fest um we have what's blossoming zucchini flowers okay and they or squash blossoms in my mm-hmm. industry call them and they shape out guy fieri and his iconic hair in a garden yeah. mm-hmm. and everyone comes to take pictures of it it's very beautiful uh sony vaz brun uh is the uh, town songstress playing they stand on the what what is the word for when you stand on the street corner and you sing there's a fucking word for it in great, like oh, I almost said Grace Anatomy, but I'm at Gilmore God. Girls. The uh, Troubadour. Troubadour. You yeah. are the town Troubadour, songstress. Yes. And you sing only uh, Mountain Dew ads. <laughs> Juanita Cara uh, is the one the... who polishes the red car. Oh, yeah. Obviously. You are the maintainer of that red car. Yeah. If anything happens to it, it's in your hands. Yeah. Uh, Big job. Liz Holbrook. Uh, is drilling all the holes in Swiss cheese that will be used in various applications on a pork butt. Yes. Chloe Ireland actually um, was looking to franchise Flavortown and have a, like, you know how, like, Disney World has, like, Disney World Paris. They were looking to get Flavortown in Ireland, but people said no because green doesn't really go with orange. It just makes people think of carrots. And, yeah, it's just and carrots not... are just the antithesis of flavor town. So yeah. exactly, mm, yeah. Uh, we've got Caitlin Whalen, who is um, just having a whale of a good time at the flavor town. Um, Shores, <laughs> Dick's <the beach>. Rockin' <laughs> Pork. New <laughs> <laughs> Year's Rockin' Pork with Dick's Clark. <laughs> Plural. <laughs> <laughs> Both Dicks are there. Uh, boy and. <laughs> is playing the violin actually next to our wonderful songstress Sonia Vazbrun. Absolutely. They are a duet duo. Or it could be like the two troubadours in Gilmore Girls that were like competing. Yes. You know what I mean? Hmm. Absolutely. Uh, Mackenzie Knight is the the town knight who is always just like it's like those those guards in England, you know, with the fucking hats and like the red outfits. But they are there. always smiling. Yeah, they are absolutely always smiling. Their little visor on their helmet is just Flames. showing their... Yeah, but it's like lifted so you can just see their smile. Yes. Yes, and so also they can eat pork butt on their shift. And that's the tea. Yeah. That is the Flavortown festivities of 2019. And the rest of the Beach Bonches, they are at... They are at Flavortown Shores because I know that there is a lake here. There has previously been a lake, and the lake is returning. It hasn't dried up. (laughs) And you are all enjoying some summertime grilling with the roaches at Flavortown Shores. The roaches actually fill the lake. There's no water. (laughs) It's just roaches and greasy bits. (laughs) Uh, We got Tyler Malachi. We've got Kalia Pollock. Alexa. Ishbel Mendez. And Allie Malone. We love you all very much. I will Thank you. be sad not to say your names anymore. I know. I just like, well, it will get sappy in a bit, but I just, you know, thank you to anybody. We all, we appreciate everybody being here. Every single one of you. And this but isn't this even is, all the benches. These are yeah. just the benches that have the shout out tier. There are other benches and they yeah, have been. And just not the benches of the past, you know, of your, <laughs> um, this is just. Of Yester Bunch. Yeah. But we really, really appreciate anybody who has ever supported the show financially because, honestly, 
especially during the early times. Like, you helped us through so many hard times. Especially the earliest times. Yeah. That was, like, one of the hardest times we ever went through. When I was laid off, for instance, you know, you guys were there, and it really meant so much to us. And even now, like, this show just would not have been able to go on as long as it did without your help, so we really appreciate yeah. it, and we hope and that... honestly, like, it became an integral part of, like, the show to, like, you know, take a stop in with you guys and, you know, give a special little thanks. So we hope you guys enjoyed your last return to Flavortown, but yeah. you're always there in our hearts. Mm-hmm. And then with an open heart and an empty <laughs> stomach, I say unto you, <laughs> I like cuisine. Alrighty, y'all. So before we, before we get too sappy in these parts, I know we just, we dived into that a little bit here, but before we get too sappy, we need to deliver on something that we have promised for God knows how many episodes. I don't even know when this first came up, but Probably the first time he did something unspeakable while we were having a podcast. Yeah. Uh, We have to inform you all of Squeezy's unspeakable moments. We've mentioned many times that Squeezy has three specific unspeakable moments, and every single unspeakable moment has to do with poop. So, you know, that's just great. (laughs) It wasn't intentional, but... That's just... But he managed to do it. He managed to do it. Against all odds. Um, You know, I'm going to say, you know, maybe just skip ahead a little bit. If you want to preserve your mental image of Squeezy as the professional businessman that he is. True. um, If you don't want to tarnish that image, this is not the segment for you. (laughs) And also... Squeezy, please leave the room. (laughs) He's he's probably very upset that we're spilling his tea right now. He is absolutely mortified that we are. I feel like we should start off with the most unspeakable thing that he has ever done. I don't know if we're in agreement about which one that is, so why don't you just tell me from what you're thinking? It was when he left us a present, and then we were shocked to see the present. And then before we could get the present if we all know what present is in this present context (laughs) he ate it just fucking went for it like like a fucking dog would like a i don't have a dog this is a that moment this was a one-time thing we know squeezy is the one that eats dirt from flower pots and he eats balls of lila's hair off the floor but this is a different this is different i couldn't believe someone so chic and so, like, minimalist. I mean, I guess it's minimalist to not even make, to, like, have to eat food. Just make your own. This is a man of a higher palate who enjoys things like cream cheese and vinegar, and you know? And pickles and <laughs> literally anything. Everything. Everything. I guess he really does enjoy everything. Yeah, he really does. Because he's like, I want to try that again. <laughs> I just, I could literally, I've never, I felt like so betrayed in that moment. It was really, really bad. Um, so that's unspeakable, number one. That's my first. It was the second one that happened. The first one that happened was when we had a white bedspread, guys. For I mean, we kind of still do. We have off-white now. It's okay? off-white. We've upgraded. We've upgraded. But this was before Squeezie was diagnosed with IBS, okay? And this is kind of sad. But it's sad, but it's also like... It's a little happy and sad. Just kidding. <laughs> oh, my God. That's the name of this episode, too, guys. <laughs> Here you go. Plot twist. Um, he violently, like, shit blood all over our white bedspread. Yeah. It was horrible. It was really, really bad. And that was what led us to our diagnosis... 
mm-hmm. which is a good thing. Yeah. But it was just the fact that, like, of all the things that he could do on the white bedspread, that was what he chose we've, to do. We've, I haven't even had, like, a Diva Cup, like, Titanic moment on the white bedspread, you know? What we... If there's one thing about Squeezy you should take away from this show, it's that he is very good at aiming his destructive forces on things that will have maximum impact. Puking on the router, shitting blood on the white bedspread. Like, he's he's pretty good at doing, like... He's a sniper. Yeah. He's literally a sniper. <laughs> when, he wants to, when he wants to, he can put on a show. Let's just say that, you know? Um, and then the last thing that he did really was a show. <laughs> <laughs> because, um... It was... He, his almost dog-like nature showed again. He is feral, and we forget that he was once a feral cat. I mean, the times I remember is when he's eating dirt out of the flower pot, because he's like, ooh, this delicacy that I've not had in a while. This reminds me of the parking lot I used to (laughs) sleep in. But he scooted, and we all know what that means. But it was just... The act of it, and then he also maintained eye contact with me (laughs) during it. And to see him move like that, it was something out of a fucking horror movie. Like, you know when you're watching a horror movie and a person moves in, like, an inhuman way, and you're like, your limbs don't go that way. Like, what's the one where that bitch is, like, arms and legs, like, snap, she's walking like a crab, like, and her head's, like, turn around and shit? Yes. That's one of those weird... Some Emily Rose shit. Yeah. You know, it, that's what it felt like to me. It was <laughs> so jarring. But me and Chris, our mouths just fell open, and we just watched in horror. Do you think that, Thank like, God we don't have carpet. Squeezy, like, you know, the mothership is constantly sending him signals on, like, how to act like a cat. Maybe they're not just in control of Squeezy, but they're infiltrating us through all animals, and sometimes they control dogs. They sent him a dog message. They sent him a dog message by accident. Because you know? I truly don't think he would do that in his own state of mind. Yeah, that that seems logical to me. It truly did. That seems more plausible than just like he's a cat that made a weird gesture one time. That's yes. more plausible. Absolutely. <laughs> Feel like we need to take a fucking minute to change. <laughs> pace here because that was a lot i feel um, really bad for squeezy yeah squeezy i'm sorry that we really exposed you in that way but it had to be done the audience knows what it wants squeezy and you're just gonna deal with it for and... more unspeakable moments across the board and some very wonderful ones of squeezy and lila you can go to instagram.com slash squeezy underscore lila for the french youtuber known as squeezy yes yes um but we're gonna change gears <laughs> <laughs> please I love this to use podcast no. cliches, bitch. Where's our little, like, music number that oh, pops in? Oh, yeah. Can we have, like, a... Would this be the only episode where we have, like, <laughs> musical right, this numbers? Is this is episode one of season one. We're going to have a musical transition between seg- segments. We're yeah. also going to have a musical episode that's following this one. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. We sing everything. Mm. Mm. Mm, yes. So, one of our most popular episodes of Coffee with Rachel was, I think it's literally number two. It's, the, like, the second episode. Yeah, it is the second episode, yeah. It's our Childhood Stories podcast. And we literally didn't do another one until, like, maybe, like, a month ago. (laughs) Yeah, and it's always our most requested thing to talk about. And I feel like we've sprinkled them in here and there. Yeah, we've talked about a lot of these stories throughout the show. But we always have a hard time, like, trying to think of things that we haven't talked about on the show. And so, once again, this is a disclaimer. If we literally told this story, I swear to God... I've scratched. I swear to God. I swear to God. Um, I've scratched the bottom of the barrel here. I swear <laughs> I haven't said this yet, but this hopefully you know, is new all information. All these years of caffeine have really just 
you know, made my brain cells jitter their way out of my life. Yes. So this is going to be our last childhood stories on the podcast. Yes. And so we're starting it off with a very telling story of Chris's childhood. Yeah. Um, I guess this story really just goes to show that I have been an anxious little bean for a long time. Talk about jittery. Yeah. <laughs> but um, you, you guys know me. I was very much academic in my in my youth, you know? That didn't stop there. It literally didn't stop. I'm, I'm still that way right now. Yes. But... Um, in elementary school, I used to be driven to school. I thought you were going to be like, I used to be driven. I used to be, I used to be driven. I have no goals now. I'm so not driven Where's my life going? Um, I used to be driven to my elementary school every day. Um. Not a bus kid. What a fucking fancy life. Okay. So when I was, when I was at my mom's house, the bus would take me because the bus would pick me up like... Because that's, like, the right school district? I don't know. Yeah, because my, my dad's house technically wasn't in the area of, like, the middle school I was in. And so at my mom's house, the bus, for all three, like, elementary, middle, and high school, always the bus picked me up on the same fucking corner that was one house away from my house. Oh, so right, because you could just watch it from your house. Yeah, I literally watched it from my house, and then as soon as I saw it pull up, I would just, like, run out and accept the bus driver I had in elementary school. She was really mean, and sometimes she would be mad if I did that. So Why? Just what because, does that teach like, you? I have to be there on time, and I wasn't at the bus stop. You on were time. at on. You were on time. Her name was Eleanor, and she was really mean. Fuck Eleanor, um, 2019. Also, fuck the bus driver that made me dump my venti iced coffee. <laughs> so funny that you had like, a venti <laughs> Starbucks. Like <laughs> we <laughs> we used to literally like go to Starbucks like over the weekend, and then on Monday like I would get like a iced coffee or whatever. Yeah. But I'd have it from like Sunday, and we'd keep it in the fridge and like get it without ice, and then I'd put my own ice in it, and I would <laughs> oh literally have it was like a quad fucking white mocha iced latte venti, Jesus, which Christ. is so insane. And then I got on the bus, and the bitch was like, and it was like the first day of school i was like oh my god i am just going to be killing it this year with my my starbucks i'm not even 50 minutes late with my starbucks and she made me dump it because like how rude it was wrong to have that i don't know i was innovative anyway continue so yeah when i was at my dad's house um my dad or bob's partner had to drive me to school Mm -hmm. um and so bob had dropped me off and what year was this like I think it was fifth grade. I don't know how old I am at that time. But, like, okay, elementary school. Yeah. And so I don't know why, but, like, there was literally nobody else outside of the school. So my brain interpreted that as I am late. And so then... Was there normally, like, hello people outside? I mean, like, there's just kids waiting to fucking go into school, you know? Um, And so then uh, Bob leaves, and I'm like, okay, um, I'm going to run to the door because now I'm panicked and then (laughs) I'm looking around. There's literally like nobody around. And my first clue should have been that like, it was still like dark. It was only just like the hint of sunlight about to like show up that just how early it was, but that didn't clue in for me. You weren't a weather kid yet. (laughs) I was not a weather kid yet. And so then I run to the door and I'm madly knocking on, it's like a glass 
you know, a regular metal door with, like, two glass things. I'm looking down the hallway. There's nobody there. Like, I'm banging on the door. It's like it's Sunday. I'm very upset. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to be late. And, like, me being late to school, that would be, like, the worst thing for fifth grade me. Did you have perfect attendance? Oh, yeah. I mean, like, I would... Okay, I didn't have perfect attendance because sometimes I would get sick and I'd be like, haha, I'm playing video games, bitch. Um, <laughs> but then, like, I would be super anxious about everything that I missed while I was not. I would only do if I was actually legitimately sick. You gotcha. Know? And so then I'm madly knocking on the door and my homeroom and also just, like, one of my teacher's classrooms, Mrs. Voth, uh, her Voth. her classroom was right there. It was the first one in the hallway, right by the door. And she comes out, and I don't remember exactly what she says, but she's just like asking me, like, "What's wrong?" or like, "Why am I doing this?" Right? <laughs> and I'm just like, "I'm late. Like, I'm so sorry. Like, I I don't know why I got here late." And she just looks at me, and she's like, "You're early. You're earlier than everybody else here." <laughs> like, <laughs> did and you not have a watch? I guess not. Honey, this is before like, watches. Um, before watches, <laughs> this is before you know, time. This is before time. <laughs> the land existed. before yeah. time. I only used the stars to know when I was supposed to show up. And they school. weren't out. Yeah, and they weren't out. Um, so then I kind of just like awkwardly like sat on the wall, like along the wall, just like waiting for everybody else to show up at that point. And it was really, you know, I I should be really clued in to like how anxious i was by that story by alone. that story alone but i there's other ones where i'm just like oh my god like i was so anxious but yeah that was little nerdy little me you. yeah <laughs> well, speaking of land before time my childhood story like all others was just a showcase of how fucking weird and bizarre i was and using that bizarre weirdness to get attention. <laughs> I swear my Leo rising was the most prevalent when I was a child and I had no fucking like embarrassment level. Yeah. Like I was just so unabashedly weird and I wanted attention. And I have this freckle, Chris. I'm showing it to you right now. It's the one that's like on my like clavicle. Uh, I Am see I it. It's it's it? higher than what you were. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, you get me. There's also, like a- just want to point out that um, Rachel has a freckle on her back that's shaped like a heart. And he, like, loves it. And, and I never I even knew it existed yeah. until I met him. Yeah, because so. it's on your back. You can't see it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I actually got that tattooed on at age nine. <laughs> yeah. um, no. So this freckle right here on my clavicle, I used to, like, <laughs> I used to tout in element. This is, like, very early elementary school. I'd, like, pull my shirt down. And I'd be like, hey, guys, you see this? You see this mole? You see this freckle? It was here before dinosaurs were on the earth. <laughs> the fuck? I used to say that this freckle on my body existed before dinosaurs walked to the earth. Is what I would say. That was like my line. It was like also, if I didn't let have me a fucking icebreaker. I was literally like this. Mold in between that and like Paleozoic. you being like this mud, I'm turning it into chocolate. Like you were scamming kids. I left was and right. a scammer. Yeah, I was wow. a like lying. You could have led a second life as a criminal. A cr- oh my God. Who said I didn't? A common criminal. <laughs> I just, that's one thing about my personality that has changed so much. I don't know what <laughs> now it you was. Now if you ever, like, tried to, like, mislead, you'd be like, oh, my God, I can't do this. I know. <laughs> like, I used to, like, okay, wait, no, yesterday, though, when it came out so easily. Because <laughs> we were like, <laughs> so <laughs> yesterday, oh, my God, it's like the time where you tried to lie and you had the popcorn bucket that you were washing out. And you couldn't think of a movie that you had seen earlier that day. 
yeah. at the movie theater, and I yeah. was just like in my brain screaming like all the movies that were out. But we were at the we went to the place where we went on Chris's birthday uh, to get tea because we were seeing the Downton Abbey movie, and we thought it'd be cute to like get tea and then go and do that. It's very on the yeah. And we were really late to our appointment because I had a fucking meltdown. I don't want to talk about it, and I didn't want to like tell them i had also called and been like yeah i'm like stuck in traffic <laughs> yeah. uh, so i'm gonna be late and um, so they knew that we were like coming from somewhere and they were like where are you coming from and i saw the color like drain from chris because we literally <laughs> live like 20 minutes away from this place yeah. and it was all because i had like a men- like a thing and i was just like olympia <laughs> i just like came from deep it was thinking. just like you know, you're back to that younger self or you're just like, it hey, just, I was like, bitch. see, that is a useful Slytherin skill to have. Yeah. But you can abuse it very easily. But anyway, yeah. So I have a freckle that is literally from when dinosaurs were here. Wow. Um, yeah. I used to say like, it's from 7,000 years ago when dinosaurs walked the earth is what I would say. And people believe that shit. I don't remember if they believed it. But I remember, like, my parents were like, what the fuck? They were like, all right, Rachel, I could believe the mud turning into chocolate, but this is too far. And producing foil. <laughs> Interesting. But I don't know if I believe this. I also believe that you do have an Egyptian cat that follows you around that's invisible and only you can see it. But this is where I cross the line. I'm just literally going to... For a gift, I'm just going to buy you those little chocolate egg foil wrapped eggs. Uh, I'm going to buy an entire pack of Oreos and scoop all the cream and make a ball out of it. I and then I'm going to get a whole bunch of shrimp and eat them and just leave Ew. the tails and put them in creamer Ew. cups. What I want to know is, like, where was I getting the shrimp? <laughs> like, what was I eating? Was I, like, I think, like... Because you were at the diner? Yeah. And that's not I a place to I think I was shrimp. at the diner, and I think I was low-key, like, a shrimp cocktail, like lover when i was in elementary none school. of this surprises me. I, and like i couldn't shrimp that way in that state where it's literally just like blanched <laughs> not really blanched like blanched shrimp for sh- say Bombay. mince <laughs> <laughs> but like the way that they cook shrimp and then you're just supposed to eat it like just with sauce and there's no like breading on it or it's not like in a beautiful like just how nature swat. intended <laughs> i just so fucked up anyway yeah. Wow. Bowser, our, Bowser. Bowser, our, uh... Bowser, our childhood stories, but we yeah. also wanted to give you guys some of our favorite weird stories from when we've known each other. Because yeah. I really wish that you knew me when I was that kid. Mm. Would you be in love with me? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. A bitch I mean... that can't do math, <laughs> but thinks her freckle is from the dinosaur age. Yeah. Who names a gray fish gray? <laughs> I would love the anxiety sharing, you know, yeah, that kind of know. trauma bonding. Honestly, you know, it would have been like, it's like a buddy cop, you know, like you're the wild and wacky little fucking kid. And Shrimp. I'm like the <laughs> nervous little nerd that, I don't know. Pinky and, together, and the brain. <laughs> yeah, true. There you go. Um, so, yeah, like from our time together, uh, I still think, like, I know what we've said this before, but I think the funniest thing is that one of the first things Rachel clued me in about herself was that she doesn't cry. Um, and <laughs> I really that tried. is the falsest thing anyone has ever said in the, the history of forever. That is the biggest lie I've ever told. <laughs> That's the biggest lie. Literally, how many times have you cried today? Oh, my God. We saw the Downton Abbey movie. I also just, yeah, that pigeon. Yeah. 
a lot. You, <laughs> who the, who are you kidding? I, I really thought I was Amy Dunn ass. Like, uh, you know, I was like, I'm a cool girl. I literally never cry. Look at my rolled cigarette. I've never smoked rolled cigarettes. Peace sign. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and you really bought it. Yeah. I was just like, wow, she never cries. But another thing that I also said I never did, which is true. I very rarely do vom. Okay. Yes. This but, is also trigger warning. We are talking about this. Why is this last episode so gross? I don't know. I don't know. We have a lot of unsaid things, and that was why, because they were gross. Uh, yeah, so, I think we have told the story before, but Yeah, I feel off. like we have, but it's just so visceral that, like... It's so violent. It's so violent. Um, I don't know what the context was of the evening we were having, but this was in the dorms. I think it was freshman year. We had probably only been dating for, like, two months, and I unleashed yeah. a talent in front of you <laughs> that you did not need to see that early on and the fact that you were still here speaks volumes yeah so we had bought in pool and peel Boughton. i don't know where <laughs> we i'm going bought. we bought in, uh pool and peel twizzlers oh and can't ever eat them have again. not had them ever since um <laughs> seven no longer almost it's nine al- almost nine years almost nine. <laughs> wow also, Lila um, has joined us for her tuna talk segment. Oh, hi, Lila. Uh, yeah, I don't remember how many you had eaten, but it had apparently been enough. Like the whole bag. That you had upset yourself. And later that evening, we had to run down three flights of stairs because <laughs> we, were on the, we were on the top, flo- or top floor of our dorm building, which was only three floors, but still. And I, when I'm feeling like sick like that, I need to go outside. Yes, yeah, the the cold like coldness Snaps is really what me back. yeah like when I had my vertigo and it was definitely like in winter that this had happened yes because I think I remember there being snow it was cold yeah and, and then I was we hot. go <laughs> out there full of Twizzler. and there's grass right outside the front door and Rachel does just the most like cinematic like. When you're watching a movie... You know Pitch Perfect? That. Yeah. I did that. When they projectile vomit and it looks like fake because it's such a projectile, that's exactly what Rachel did. It was so ingrained into me like this i wish I that i had know. seen it from your angle it was i was the projectile yeah so for me it felt like an out-of-body experience like when you watch like harry potter and the fucking um nagini comes out of that bitch yeah that's how it felt the twizzler was nagini in that moment <laughs> and my body by the way i've never done that before that moment, when I met Chris, he unlocked that talent. It was like an achievement he unlocked because I've done it twice in front of him now. I'm glad that our relationship, out of all things it could unlock, unlocked that ability. I'm very glad that I was able to do that for I you. I unlocked your speaking ability and you unlocked me to be able to speak my <laughs> truth in a way that is so violent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think the next day there was like a fire alarm. And we had to, like, line up outside the dorm building in that yeah. area. And I could just see her. We're leaving the audience with a lot of beautiful imagery of us. Aren't you glad it's over, yeah. guys? Aren't yeah. you so happy? So my favorite thing that is weird that we've done together, Chris, yeah, <laughs> is Gerald. Um, Gerald is one body. <laughs> <laughs> Gerald is one hair that Chris has that grows 
So Chris is like a fucking naked mole rat, okay? <laughs> That's the first thing you need to know. He is not a hairy boy. He's got a little chesty fuzz, you know, but like there's no back hair or anything, right? So it's very bizarre that he has this one hair that is very thick that just grows out of his shoulder blade. And we named him Gerald. And I was like, you can never get rid of him because he is Gerald and you're very attached now. And it's just like stupid. It was like an inside joke. Haha, <laughs> cute couple things. <laughs> <laughs> you scratch my back, I look I'll at name Gerald. yours. <laughs> um, and then one day, Gerald disappeared. So we think he was accidentally plucked somehow. You know, you rubbed yeah. up against a tree. I don't know. How do hairs leave? Lila pulled it out of me in the middle of the <laughs> I night. would believe that. Like, she pulled that dead plant and was like, this stinky. <laughs> <laughs> Gerald, you're stinky. <laughs> you're stinky, Gerald. Um, so he disappeared. But then, like, I want to say years later... He, like, was back. And it was like he had never left. It was the exact same length and thickness and everything in the same spot. And so now I'm like, did he ever leave? Or what is the tea there? You just imagined it being gone and... But I still want to know, like, why he grows the way he does. I don't know. I feel like it's like, you know those dolls and, like, you pull the reset tab? Mm. I feel like I can never pluck it, you know? Yeah, Because that's, like, your reset is that like, you know, it, will I deflate if you pull that out? It's Maybe. Like, you know, plugging me in. It's like the back of the Tamagotchi that you have to poke with a pin. <laughs> the reason thing, yeah. So I don't ever want to do that to you. All right. I, I have to try and see now. Uh, Lila, can you, can you say something for the show? Tuna talk time? It's she time is for absolutely talk. no word. She's you are absolutely You are absolutely not here for this. She She's mad that jello. we're ending. Yeah. I was okay. hoping that they would give their last final words on the pod. Maybe they you know, still their last will. final screams into the middle of the episode. So now we're gonna we're gonna stop looking into the past, guys. Instead, we're gonna look into the future. Um, <laughs> that was really lame. <laughs> I'm shocked by that. <laughs> Me saying something lame? Who could have thought? Uh, I've so, had so much coffee. It's definitely past the yeah, time of day that I can have coffee. This is illegal. this is really bad. But I don't care. I had a headache actually, and I really wanted the caffeine. And it's gone. It's gone? Yeah, it's gone. Pain medicine couldn't do it. Caffeine could. Nature's pain. Yeah. Medicine. <laughs> Nature's pain! <laughs> Nature's pain. Um, so, actually, last week, we, like, the episode before this, we had an all-questions episode. Yeah. And one question that we had actually already planned, it's not really a question, but, like, a topic we had saved for this episode, but a lot of you guys actually asked it, and some of you guys actually asked, like, the specific kind of question we are going to answer. Yeah, so is, we skipped all those, so sorry. Yeah, we skipped them all. Uh, a lot of people asked about, like, you know, our future from here after the show, and uh, a couple people asked, like, where do you see yourself in five years? And that's literally, like, we want to talk about, like, you know, in, like, five years, like, where do we expect to be? Like, Just because, like, when I think about this podcast and, like, the state of mind and our, like, livelihoods when it started four years ago, which was 2015. Flashing back to that time, yeah. So much has changed. I was, like, we were in a 300-square-foot studio apartment recording on a tiny little recorder uh we barely had furniture at that point too like no money no furniture no friends no friends um i'd lost my job no job (laughs) um and you were feeling the pressure of me not having a job and having to rely on the always stable youtube and at that time i had already like been done with that you know what i mean like i wanted to be done yeah 
Um, that that was the final nail in the coffin, as we've talked about before. And things, emotions were high for me um, yeah, at that time. It was like, just, it was not a great time. And so it was really nice to have something that ended up being so wonderful, born out of that time. But just like, that was for... A little over now, four years ago. Which isn't even that much time. It's really it. not that much time. We were, what, 20? 20, 22. 20. Wait, twenty-three. Twenty-three. 23. 23. <laughs> 23. Everyone hates you. Me <laughs> trying to do math right now. I don't know why. It's fine. Yeah. But I, you know, four years, like, it is a lot of time because then I think about, like, high school and college, like, those segments of four they're, years. Yeah, they're all four there's years. There's so much that happened in those yeah. four years. But... Especially those, I feel like these were like the most important four years of our lives. Yeah, I thinking, feel like all of my about life has like, been segmented in years of four. Like there was high school, there was college, and then there was like a year, and then there was like the podcast, and those were all four year segments. I would say like out of those three, the most I transformative. Would, the most one. transformative was the four years that we were doing the show, and you guys got to hear it all live as we went through all those transformations. And I know that some of the things that we went through helped guide you guys, like yourselves yeah like, i don't know how or like you know was relatable it's relatable at least comforting yeah um, so just thinking ahead to like four or five years from now like that it's not a lot of time but also just looking at where we are now so much shit can change like yeah so much our lives are completely different than the when the way that they were back then so i i have decided that what we should do is we should give our little prediction like we always say that we're going to do for new year's and then we flop because we never listen to like what our things oh, yeah. were we're gonna in five years time we're never gonna listen back no <laughs> we're gonna listen back to it and like i said I would love if, like, in the future, like, five years from now, we did come in hot with an update episode yeah. <laughs> where we just randomly appear and we're like, hey, y'all. And I would love if we could listen to this episode right now while we predict things and see how fucking wrong we were or how maybe, like, right we were. Who knows? Yeah. And how weird it is. Because we've always talked about, like, with this, with this, this show specifically, this is something that we really do want to, like cherish in our life forever and like when we're fucking old and crusty we want to like listen through everything and just hear about our lives back then yeah. and see how weird it feels because like high school already feels like so distant to me and like college how, even does how is like when we're fucking like 60 70 years old like how when is Squeezie's this 38 how is this how gonna will we sound feel yeah. <laughs> when we listen to this because it's weird like We've talked about that before, and, like, we have videos from my YouTube channel that are, like, the same thing. I know I'll go back and I'll watch the video where we adopt Squeezie and when we get Lila and, you know, all those things. But yeah. with this, too, it's, like, this was really, really real. Like, there was barely anything cut, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. A lot of it was super raw, especially in the beginning, and it's just weird to hear how vulnerable we were it was literally like a diary for four years and so it'll be interesting to hear about it like we'll listen to it later and like i don't think we've maybe we have said this but i just feel like when me and chris talk about this show like we do really think like everything was super special and you know we got into podcasting like at the time before it like really popped off which was why we feel like we even got listeners in the first place yeah because it's such a like huge thing right now like every day i see another person announce that they're starting a podcast which is great because i think it's a great medium and i it think everyone really should leave medium, youtube yeah. but <laughs> <laughs> but you know i i just feel like we're really lucky in that way too 
but it was just really special and like every time we get another letter in our po box you know we keep all of those we have a bench box that we saved everything that we haven't hung up all the letters and everything like that and uh coffee's been drank so sorry about that yeah yeah it's perishable you You know know. (laughs) i guess maybe yeah uh, maybe I should just feed him to Squeezy. He can shit him out and I can sell it for like a thousand dollars. Dude, <laughs> it, w- it would be so funny if like he became the cat that like had the most expensive coffee beans. Yeah. Because From Squeezy, he's... the most famous YouTuber. Exactly. <laughs> I really do think that we should collab. Anyway. Um, um yeah. So, uh, future time. So I feel here. like there's, we should make predictions, but then also things like we hope and wish for. Yeah. Uh, because like four or five years from now, we are going to be. We're turning twenty eight. This I mean, it next will we'll be in our early thirties. Okay, you know, we'll be like thirty one, thirty two. Right. You know. All right. Which doesn't even feel that far away. I'm going to make a, like a bold. A bold claim. A bold claim <laughs> that we'll have a house by then. <laughs> It's a bold claim. That is so bold and so It's untrue. a very bold claim. I have, that is solely based off of the fact that like. Our trajectory with our renting? Traje- our trajectory with like how much shit has changed. Like did I imagine in four years that I would be in the apartment I'm in now compared no. to where we were? No. Like. I guess. I don't know. I still find it like so hard to think about a house because I'm like. I know. Dude. Because it's the we millennial joke. like. <laughs> I know. I don't know. I will say, I'll make a bold claim in the next four years, because I'm getting close, honey. I am going to pay off my student loan. Oh, yeah. You probably will not. I but think, I, I, think I might, because that's actually how my payments are set up, that I will oh, be done in like mind. five years. <laughs> Wait, um, really? Yeah, because they get increasingly bigger um as time goes on so then right. I pay off more and more as i go cool. yeah i really do okay yeah, so yeah. that's a possibility wow future goals maybe we might have a house and also maybe our student loans maybe i'll be out of debt maybe maybe um i'll probably have at least five more tattoos by then. <laughs> maybe i might have one i honestly doubt it <laughs> come on you gotta you gotta um, just bite the bullet yeah you know do you think we'll have a third cat? If we have a house, we certainly will. Yeah, it's dependent on the house. Because, like, in an apartment, it's literally, like, yeah. you can only have two pets. I would like to make the bold claim that we would have traveled to... couple one, of our bucket list places. A couple of our bucket list places. We want to We're go to... We're paying off those student loans yeah. and the mortgage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're going to be listening back to this, still renting this very <laughs> apartment with both Squeezy and Lila. And we're just going to be like, are you, f- we went nowhere. We were just <laughs> saving for our loans. Um, yeah, like. I, I summited Mount Rainier <laughs> two I years from now. I would love to, like, I think we, we want to make it a thing to go to Hawaii, which is not leaving the country, but it's like an expensive trip to like go to Hawaii. So like, we, we want to do that for our 30th and like have our friends yeah. come with us and have a little moment. Yeah. Lots of But hiking. like somewhere to one of our bucket lists out of the United States destinations. Yes. I would love to think that we'd gone to at least one of them yeah. in the next five years. Do you think I'll still be in therapy? I... I'm at the point now where I still feel like I need my therapist, but I'm getting to that point where I'm so worried that she's going to be like, you're cut off. (laughs) 
You know, and I've voiced this that to her. Is, I'm, that is your anxiety. I know. That is your anxiety. It's my like abandonment that. problem. But yes. do you think, like, because I've been with her for five years, she's like, I, I see her more than I see some friends, you know? Yeah. So it's like, in five years from now, I will, well, I've literally spent a whole decade with her. I don't know. I can't, I don't know. It's like, part of me is like, I kind of hope that she's still there because like, I really appreciate her. But then yeah. I'm also like, I hope that I don't need her by that point. You know, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know because like. Because then I hear the, people that are like, I've had my therapist for like eight years. The progress that you've made normal. in the five years that you've been here having her like is. But like, I feel like I still have so much to do. I, 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 I know, but like. When does self-improvement stop being like something I need to solicit another person's help for. You know? Yeah, I, hear I don't know. Because I, I feel yeah, like I'm I, always I don't know. gonna have I stuff that I wanna I, work on. Yeah, I don't know what that point's gonna be like. Cause I know when you reach the plateau of like those questions in your head like do I still need a therapist? When you reach that point, it's going to be very wild for you. And it's I going know, to I'm be I know I'm going to have a really hard time. It's with going that. to be very hard and it's going to take a long time for you to like that process of like separating it, like separating yourself from therapy is going to be very extensive. I feel like I'm going to have like separation anxiety like if I like, you know, we'll probably talk about that for like I a fucking felt nervous whole year. when I was like thinking like I want to stop going to therapy. And I was there for just a couple months. Like, I know. I feel like we're going to literally talk about it for like a whole year. And, and then I'm going to finally thinking, yeah. do it. And then afterwards, I'm going to be like, oh, my God. I w- I'm going to fall into like a depression cycle. Because I'm going to be like, I made a horrible decision. Like, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Like, literally, like, what happened to me right after YouTube? Yeah. You know? But then yeah. I'll probably be okay. <laughs> Let's just hope I'm alive. <laughs> you <laughs> the will. next five years. <laughs> you know? If the planet doesn't kill us... Um... Let's hope. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, this is all contingent on climate change not destroying everything. Um. <laughs> Let's not even joke about that, you know? Yeah. Um, I would love to think that in the next five years, I actually make an earnest effort at starting a book. It is Really? It is l- such a fucking goal of mine to write a novel. Yes. And I have ideas. And I have them written down, and it's just like a wild, like, like how do you hodgepodge start? of like just random thoughts I've had of like different storylines or characters or world things or like items and stuff like that. Like it's all this stuff I just dump it all out. I've got ideas, like I've had like a couple of ideas, and it's just like the thought of that is so. I just it's don't so, know where you start. Yeah, I just don't I've know where seen, you start. I've seen like I'll watch like interviews and stuff with like authors, and they talk about how that they how they go about it, and like everybody has a different method. You have to just like fucking fuck around yeah, until you like, find one. But it's like where the fuck do you start when you're not even writing like a self help like memoir like essays on your life kind of a thing? Because I feel like that you start with like all the stories that you want to tell. And then you put them in order with, like, theme and everything. You know what I mean? Like, that's a little bit, has more of a timeline. But this, it's, like, with a novel where it's, like, you know, fiction. Everything's out of your fucking head. Yeah, so it's, like, how the fuck do you start? Do you start with chapter one? You start in the middle? You start with the end? And I have a feeling that, that like, it's going to be, like, really hard for me to, like, you know, like, with this show starting, I was, like, oh, my God, we have to have, like, every episode super regimented, and, like, we have to fucking, like, we have to have a theme for every episode and stuff like that. I have a feeling when I go to write something, I'm going to have kind of an idea 
of what I want. And it's going to be hard for me to just let it grow organically yeah, as I go through it. it's going to take its own it's gonna, fucking shape. It's going to go its own way. And ideas that I have right now that I'm jotting down might not even fit into it at all. And it's going right. to be hard to just, like, get to that point, first of all. What and if like, that's, like, the latest, like, fiction thing and then you have, like, a movie adaptation in the next one? <laughs> I kidding. would... Honestly, that would be so cool. Would like, you? I know you haven't even written the goddamn shit yet, but would you ever be the type of person that would want a movie adaptation, or would you be more of a television miniseries adaptation? I know either my way, answer. Honestly, I would be honored for either one to exist. Okay, T, but I'm pro miniseries. You have way more room to work. Yeah. To move and work. Yeah, I'm starting That's to my... TV preference you know letting letting stories be actually able to extend for long times you know yes um do you have anything like that i'm that gonna you... be saying that i'm not gonna be working from home anymore at least majority of my time because then i would literally have been working from home for 15 years straight and i just need to get out of here yeah okay so i'm already working on that yeah i'm trying i definitely think you'll be hitting that goal like you're making strides towards that right now so in five yeah i i would hope so oh absolutely i really um, think because so. that would be really important to me and i would also like to be selling my art in person whether that's like having a shelf that i pay for in a store that's local or just literally going to like fairs sunday markets those kinds of things yeah there's the coffee maker cutting hey. me off of my dreams one last time I had to make its appearance yeah so that's what I would hope for. Um, mm. I don't know. I I don't know what the state of Etsy is going to be like in five years. I don't even know what my art's going to look like in five years. I mean, look at the way that it literally has developed in two. Yeah. Like, like it's been probably like almost... It's a little over two years that you've like, been had the store open. Like yeah. you were doing art before the store was open. But I know, but like, like not with the intent that other people would and see in it. that... Is in between like the art that you first sold and where you are now. It's everything has grown so much, and where it's going to grow in that time, and where you're selling is going to just like it's going to be everywhere. Like the fact that we're even at the point now, two years in, and you're looking for a studio space is already just like so awesome. Yeah, like that has grown so much. I have no doubt that it's going to like get to that point where it's in person stuff, and that's my goal, man. Yeah, you know. And I would also say, um, maybe not even in five years, because I feel like it'll happen sooner, but, like, every time we've tried to stream on Twitch, it's been so fucking half-ass. We don't have the right equipment. You should see the way that Chris would, like, MacGyver a headset out of, like, a headband. so Because we just tried to, like, you. make it work with the stuff that we had, because we just didn't have the money to invest in, like, really getting Better equipment. equipment. Yeah. And so, like, we have talked about, like, in 2020, we want to, like, really... I want to get some, again. like, sometime in the next couple months, get some streaming equipment. Probably in, like, December, you know, really fuck around with, like, getting it all set up, doing a bunch of testing, making sure it's actually, like, good shit. Because we've had buzzing, we've had, like, one person's distant and one person's really close, like... And then, like, also, we shit. always use a Twitch app through, like, the Xbox or the PlayStation. And that app, no offense... It's just not good. It has, like, it drops the frames. Because, like, like, if you click, like, you know, like, the Xbox button to, like, to bring up the home menu and stuff like that, it cuts the stream and everything. And it's just, like, it doesn't work. And we also can't stream off of, like, our Switch and stuff like that at the current time. So So we really want to dive into that and make that, like... And make it something, like, I'm proud of. Like, the way that we invested money into the equipment that we used for the podcast. I want to do the same thing with that. 
Yeah, um, because it's just also with be, YouTube, we do it's like it's so it's so fun and, and like I'm I'm now at work. I'm surrounded by the culture of it all the time, and it's just like so fun. So my coworkers stream like it's. And just, I miss it. It was fun for me. It was so fun. Like, we're We're literally playing. playing Untitled Goose Game right now. And the whole time, I've just been like, dude, this would have been so funny if we were playing it on stream for the first yeah, time. Yeah. Like, we'll it, totally do it again. But. Yeah. It's funny to play, like, amongst us. But, like, we're literally already saving games for the eventual streaming, you know? Yeah, we have like, games that we're not even going to get until we have that set up ready because we want to I've had – I've bought games before that have just been sitting on consoles for years unplayed because I was like, that's going to be a stream game. Like, we're going to play that in stream. And yeah, like, and then we just haven't had it because yeah. our, our fucking <laughs> shit just makes it, like – super frustrating to do because it doesn't work the yeah. way that our equipment is set up right now. So I would so, just love to have that. Like that's probably going to be like the, out of all the things we talked about, one of the first things, that, one of like, the first things that we do. Yeah. I would hope. I don't know. I will say just like for the next four or five years, I would say that my general tone is I am hopeful and I am looking forward to it. Yeah. For the first time ever <laughs> for me. Do you honestly think, like, okay, I might have still said the same thing at the beginning of this show because, like, it was like, oh, my God, we just moved to Seattle and, like, whoa, making big steps. We had like, been in Seattle for a year and we hit rock bottom. I yeah, don't know. I was like, not feeling very optimistic at that time. Yeah. I know I wasn't. I, I can't speak for you, but. I mean, yeah, at that time I was, like, I had just lost what I had thought was my dream job at Xbox. I was, I like. That was so hard. Because there was a time where I was feeling like that. It was like we had moved, and then I came out, and like even though everything happened with my family, I was like on a high. That was that first spring or winter, I guess. Yeah, winter, and that was like I was killing it. And then as soon as you were laid off, it was just like such a rug pulled out. Yeah, that that first that first year to like up till like June was just like riding high. Like we're climbing. I'm getting my dream job. You're fucking coming out. Like. Like, we're living in our dream city, blah, blah, blah. And then it happens. And then, yeah. yeah. So I don't know if I would have been, like, quite so, like, in five years, I see myself in what I am now, you know? I just felt fuck. I never would have thought we would have had, like, a stainless steel appliance. Okay? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? I'm so thankful for a dishwasher. We didn't have a dishwasher. And, like, we made it work. We didn't have a microwave you know, we made we it work. Had... And that sounds so stupid because that is so privileged already. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? That we had an oven that we toasted our shit in instead of a microwave or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know? And, like, I am, we are so privileged and lucky in what we've been able to accomplish, you know? Of course. And, yeah. you know, obviously the way our society is set up, like, there were different things that led to this. But I will say I've just never really would have thought I'd be in the spot that I'm at. Yeah. right now so who knows i just still can't put my brain on like having a house by then i just <laughs> i would also really like to hopefully <laughs> in the next five years like start doing some more volunteer work um like that's outside of like i know like it's nice that we're ending this podcast because we have one job each to focus on now which yeah. is the first time it's been like that in forever but for me i would like to have something that i'm doing um Outside of, like, my art and, like, online business that I'm doing, literally unpaid, volunteer, um, maybe something with animals or nature in general. Mm -hmm. And, you know, just, like, a side thing. Just for, or like like a hobby like that. You know what I mean? I get you. I would like to have something like that going on. Because that would be really cool. 
Yeah. And very fulfilling. Hike yourself up to Mount Rainier and do like the path building or something like that. I like I've thought about that, but I don't think I'm strong enough because like they have to like it's very labor intensive. I mean, you're, and you're hiking through the backcountry where there is no path, so you can make the path. I know, but it's like yeah, I don't know if like my fat ass can do that, <laughs> you know. But yeah. who knows? You never know. You never know. Do you, you think know. in the next five years you'll finally come around to olives? This well, is a hill I, I will die on. I will say that, like, the other day when we had everybody over and we got pizzas, that although that slice of that pizza that we had was not exactly the greatest, for whatever reason, I did not mind the olives that were on it. And those were black olives, they were which black is the olives. lowest form of olives. They also, like, piled on, like, in, like 20 olives per slice. Very olive And forward. I took... <laughs> All of them off, except for the ones that are like, you know, I get really upset with the ones that are very baked into the cheese and I can't take them out. <laughs> um, but I didn't actually mind them. But I am i don't have faith for the old olive. I really don't. It's just, I don't know. I can't do it. I'm sorry. I don't think that you should ever say that you can't do something, you know, especially <laughs> when it comes to the old olive. This is going to be the part that I'm excited to listen back to in five years and be like, did I ever try olives again? Did I actually ever like them? <laughs> I guarantee you I will make you try them. Oh, I have no doubt in that. But will I enjoy it is what Just give me time. <laughs> I've got to just prep them in the correct way. You would have never thought that you would like lox, okay? You know what I mean? Like smoked salmon for breakfast. You would have been like, what? I turned my Pennsylvania Dutch nose to this, honey. If it ain't a whoopie pie, I'm not whooping. Yeah, put some olives in a whoopie pie and we'll see Ew. how it goes. That's disgusting. Oh, my God. No, I make just have a to like, make a chicken pie. wing out of an olive. Make a little mini whoopie pie out of an olive. Just cut it in the middle and just put a little cheese in the middle. Yeah. Also, just please, if you have no idea what a whoopie pie is, just Google it. It's like, literally... It's like two so like stupid. it's like two muffin tops with like cream in the middle of them. It's like a, like sandwich. a devil dog, but some fucking bitch made it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> they are a Pennsylvania Dutch delicacy, and I will not hear this slander. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else that I can think of that would be like wacky. In five years, how many more episodes of TV do you think we'll oh, consume? Oh my god! We literally watched the entire season of Mindhunter. So fast, like yeah. the first season of that, because we needed something to watch while we were really doing good. shit. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you, she's hunting. Uh, I mean, we'll absolutely still be in Seattle. Yeah, absolutely. Washington for sure. Yeah, for sure. I don't think we'll leave Seattle, but I really don't think so. I love living in. in <laughs> we're like city. in Bend, yeah. Oregon. <laughs> <laughs> what hair color will I be in five years? Oh my! I'll God. be back to platinum. You've gone through every color of the rainbow. I'm never back to going back at. to red, though. I will. I'm making a bold claim. I will not go back to red. Please, it was somebody drag up the life. receipts when she maybe does red. Not as peach, soon as right? I go red, and then someone's like, "Haha, look at this part of the podcast." <laughs> I really don't think I will. Also, I'm never going to wear low-rise jeans no matter how hard the f- big fucking denim big tries. Denim. Yeah. Levi's, we're looking at you. Also, I'm not going to pluck my eyebrows. I don't care what is in style anymore. I've grown these puppies, and they are sticking. <laughs> they are sticking uh, with me. Do you think I'll finally... Do you think I'll have wisdom teeth in five years? <laughs> or do you think, think I'll finally get rid of them? Still going to be a dumb bitch being fucking stupid. <laughs> I got a lot of wisdom back in these old cheeks. 
I really don't think I could ever get rid of them. No. I've like they've been with me now for twenty seven years. No, yeah, they're important. Yeah, they're gonna stay. Yeah, all four. Who four? Yes. Yes. Some people don't have them all grow in. Evolution came for them. Wow. And they were like, you don't need these. What were they ever used for? <laughs> what were we eating? Back when I'm my sure mole was, was in business. I'm when sure it was probably like eating? a sign of maturity that like when they came <clears> in, you were like older. And so you were like an adult. You were smarter. You ever think about teeth? how we just like shed our teeth? Yeah. Like we were just like little. Why did we do that? Like why were humans evolved to be like mm -hmm. you're gonna start know. out with fucking some, weird you're gonna literally start out with no teeth you're gonna grow a set but then you're gonna be like haha you thought and then they shed and then you haven't like that is so bizarre and backwards to me and it doesn't happen any other times yeah other than like you get punched okay naturally speaking yeah well i don't know and they could rot and they could fall out organic non-gmo punch to do the you face? don't know how to drive yes I don't think so. <laughs> I will make the bold claim that you will at least have started the process of learning. That's a bold. That's the boldest claim. The you've boldest made. claim. Yeah. So what? I'm straight house. now. <laughs> what? Bolder than owning a house. Which one's the bolder claim? Me knowing how to drive is so much bolder than. Me. Can you imagine me on the roads? Me telling people, "Hey, buddy, turn signal," <laughs> and I like am not in the passenger seat. <laughs> I can't imagine that. What kind of car do you think I will drive? My car. Like Bella's truck. <laughs> hey, what about my car? I don't give a fuck well, about. Listen, your if we're getting, fiesta. if we're fucking getting a house, do you think we're gonna have the? Do you think we're gonna Two be millionaires? Cars. Two cars. Well, what, are you crazy? Have, if you have an office to drive to, and I have my art studio to drive to, who's driving this car? We each have our own. Squeeze has got to get to the office somehow. <laughs> I just take a unicycle. <laughs> Or my pogo stick. I bring that back. Yeah, I'm going to ride my solo wheel in. No. Uh, <laughs> no, but seriously, I just project out again. Um, what kind of car do you think I would drive? A sensible sedan? Mm. Or do you think like a Volturo? Oh, my God. You know? A Jag. No. Am I a Jag? A Ferrari. A Ferrari? Yeah. Or am I like, I don't know. What other breeds are there? A Subaru. A Sub. <laughs> If it were anything like I would think, I'd be driving a Hyundai Cilantro. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Do you think they'll still make Hyundai Cilantros by then? Yes. Do you think you'll finally, like, grow the fuck up and get rid of that gene? I'm going to literally take you to, like, what is is a gene therapy where people, like, fuck around with genes? What are you talking about? What are you getting at? Getting rid of the gene that makes you think that cilantro tastes like soap. I want oh. science to get to that point in five years, and we take him in, and they put him under, give him a little laughing gas, and they're just like, pluck. This little piece of your little DNA moment, and then you and eat it's also a beautiful like, guac. I forget my name, and I also can taste cilantro normally. Who cares? <laughs> You're like, I literally don't remember the last 20 years, but <laughs> I can taste cilantro, and this shit is good. All of my things for you Seems are like, can you eat these things in the next five years? I only eat cilantro stuffed olives. Ew, okay, that is too much. That is uh, you don't too, want that? Those are two potent flavors that should not... Don't marry? Yeah. I don't know if they marry. Mm. Will we be married? Probably not. No. <laughs> Wait, when is our, like, TED year? So that's, like, a year Next now. year. Okay. 2020. Yeah. We said we wanted to make it at least 10 years. No paperwork. <laughs> <laughs> you really don't think we'll be married in five years? I don't know. I don't know. You don't think we'll do our little courthouse moment? 
a little moan. What if that helps with the mortgage? I don't know. I don't know anything about buying a home. (laughs) It helps with taxes, honey. Yes. We could finally get married for our taxes to be easier. Yeah. Do you think we will finally do that? That's the one and only reason. So, like, does Lila, like, what? What? I'm just trying to think, like, do Lila and Sweezy get registered? <laughs> like, do they have a, do they have a last name? Do they take mine? Oh. Because it's, I don't know. Squeezy is, he's just like one of those figures like Cher that just doesn't have a last name. What he's about just Lila? Squeezy. Well, he's Squeezy Von Chesterton III. That's yeah, his full name. that's his full um, name. Lila. We used to call her Lila Whitebard. Yeah. Are we calling her that? I know for sure I'm not taking your fucking name. Oh, hell no. Don't take it's my name. It's so ugly. I'm so sorry. Hubbard. Uh. Rachel Hubbard. <sighs> Ruble Hub. Yeah. That sounds like the place where you Rube plug hub. your phone in. <laughs> the Rube Hub. Charge your phone here. Oh, no. I don't know if I have any more what ifs. Yeah. I think. We shouldn't you know, be focused on the what We'll just have to let time pass and see where we end up. I'm not going to guide you. Can people get life. Botox for your pits? Yes. Yeah. Yes, please. That's happening. I want Botox for my armpits so bad. That's all he talks about. <laughs> Literally. Literally. It. When I'm not recording this, that's the only it. thing I mentioned. Yeah. <laughs> People at work are like, Chris, shut the fuck up. We're trying to do work here. And I'm like, This Botox. podcast should have been called Chris's Sweat. I don't know. It's I like, do it's end up very It's not really that bad, but like. It's just that all of my, I guess like, that's my anxiety showing when I'm like in a meeting and I'm like, hey yeah. guys, I'm really nervous. Here's my armpit. Like, yeah, I get you. I wear undershirts now. Yeah. Um, but you could just literally turn them off, I guess. Yeah. Which is so funny that Botox can do that. Just turn off your armpit. Botox seems to be able to do a lot. Yeah. I'll probably get Botox by then. <laughs> these, these bags on my eyes, honey. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. We'll have to see. I will be certainly very excited to listen yeah. To this and see if you did get Botox and mm-hmm. all of the above. Yeah. So, guys, I think. I, I'm like, I'm nervous now because, like, you know, this is the last thing that we had. Having set. performance anxiety. And no, and I'm just like, it's like hitting, you know? Yeah. That it's like. I mean, I've literally been putting this episode off. Yeah. So Chris is going to be at TwitchCon this week that it's going up. And so we are pre-recording this on Monday. And it really sucks that we've had to... I mean, it's only fitting. It's, we're literally stopping this because you're too busy. And now it's like we had to pre-record it because you were too busy. But it sucks that that's yeah. happening. But we, you know, we were going to do it over the weekend. We were going to do it on Friday and all this shit. And I was also sick and I didn't want the last podcast to be like, hey, guys, what's up? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I was like putting it off because like I've just been dreading having to like, I don't it, know. It feels put like. Put in the last words. It's been, it's really weird. Like, and it, I know that like it's going to feel weird in the next coming weeks, especially when it's like not sitting down to do this yeah. at some point because it's been literally every week of our life pretty sometimes much. twice a week <laughs> for a while it was twice a week for the past four years you know yeah it's give or take give or take yeah so i mean we'll still be like that's something that i wanted to say like we're still gonna be around 
Um, we still will be active on, uh, well, you won't be on Instagram. <laughs> I love how you like posted on Instagram, like some sappy shit about this. And it's like, you're literally never there. I'm literally never there. Yeah. Your following is probably like, what, <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm going to use all of my time that I spent on the podcast devoted to social media. my Instagram solely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. But like, we'll still be on Twitter. We'll, we'll still be on our discord. Um, obviously like you can follow like my art stuff. You know, and going we're going. Forward. We are going to stream. Um, yeah, next in year. Yeah, so like you can definitely you know keep along with us because we don't want to hear like, our sneaky voices yeah, some more. We don't. Like we don't want to just like you know. Peace out. Peace out. Like we enjoy I know it that too. Sucks. Yeah. And this does suck to do. This yeah. feels very like fucky, and I don't like. It's like it. we know that like this couldn't have gone on forever. But it's still... We could have had the longest running podcast known to man. <laughs> we could have. It could we be could The have. Simpsons. I don't know. The Simpsons of podcasts. That's bad. That's NPR. <laughs> um, yeah, honestly, who That's are one we? of their shows. Yeah. That's just radio. 97.5. <laughs> <laughs> the Mix. I don't know. I just made that up. Yeah. We're stalling. We are stalling. We just um, want to say... Again, to everyone who has taken the time to listen, because a lot of y'all didn't even listen to podcasts before this. And, you know, we I'm sure there were still people that, like, when I said that I was going to YouTube. I mean, I get messages like this where, you know, people were like, oh, yeah, you left YouTube and you said you were doing the podcast. And I was just like, I'm not fucking listening to that because that's, like, a lot, you know? Yeah. And you're used to, like, short form stuff. And then you know, they still came in like years later and they were like, oh, actually I do like this. And, mm-hmm. you know, we turned We were a lot of people's on. introduction to podcasts, which is very wild. Flattering. Yeah, it's very flattering. Because I'm sure this is not like, or not that I'm like, I'm not like the other pods. Yeah. But like also this has like the least structure, I'm sure, <laughs> yeah. out of like any podcast. But A I lot know. of shows that I've listened to are more structured than this yeah but and that just didn't work for us yeah but that's the charm yeah. we've got that old vintage charm mm-hmm. you know this show has will always remain like a special part of my life you know i never imagined that something like this would have ever happened and the people all of you like the community like it's been such an amazing experience i I, I'm I'm literally losing the words because I don't know how to express like how how supported I feel how yeah that's how what supported, I have to say like the fact and then it was also like financial support too like you know like from yeah. the bitches too and also like not to like be like Haha, I love corporate dick but also like the advertisements that we got like that was shit I couldn't get on YouTube because it was like oh you speak your mind on YouTube you talk about yeah sensitive <clears throat> topics we can't give you money to sustain your life but then on here I could talk about whatever the fuck I wanted and you knew that there were advertisements which was wild so the support yeah. both financial and also emotional during a time where we really needed it and that's not even talking about the people that we've met in person, um, the friends that we've made. I won't make Ashley Mal and now Carly cry again. <laughs> oh, they're already. But yeah. I, <laughs> you know, we're not going to do that. <laughs> and everyone that we've met, like, I remember there was like a time where it was like a turning point where we would start getting recognized for this. Like, yeah. I remember the first one ever was at a Target. And so if you're listening, 
if you were the person that stopped us in the lingerie section of Target, <laughs> and you were like, like, how do you recognize our voices? I think they must have just like maybe known our yeah, YouTube stuff yeah, before yeah. that, but they were like, are you Chris and Rachel from Comic Book Rachel? And we were like, yeah. Ah. And we remember like, we like squealed about it because we had not been like recognized at yeah. all for that. And that must have been like within like the first year or something. I don't know. And now that's the thing that we do get recognized for. Uh, yeah. But there are still people out there that don't even know what we look like, which is so funny to me. <laughs> and I love that. And I don't want to ever like change the mystery. So that's why our <laughs> Twitch will be no video. Yeah, absolutely. That's the only reason. That's the only reason. <sighs> yeah. I know. Yeah. I don't like this. Should we do a final pour? I just smacked the microphone. Yeah. Do you want to do a final do pour? Do one final pour. I just love to pour one out for all the bitches <laughs> oh along God. the way. Oh, my God. Wow. It is been a journey. I am honored to have been able to play a part in so many of you guys' lives. Like all the letters, all of the messages we've ever received. The emails, everything. The tweets. It's really like the show has made an impact on us and like it's made an impact on you guys as well and it's just like it's so special and Squeezy's like, tearing up. I, it will be missed. Like, yeah, it's it, it's time. It's time for the show to end. But like, it will be missed. Yes. And I love you all so much. We for love you being here very much. And once again, thank you so much for taking the time to listen to us and for being the ears that we really needed. Yeah. Many times. And we will see you around. Yeah. <laughs> I guess we should do our final clonk. Yeah. Well. Goodbye, guys. Bye. Is this thing off? <laughs>